Hey. Move on, you know what time it is. What, what time is it? What's it's 9.18 time? actually. 9.18pm <laughs> on the 6th of the 2nd, 21. Re- really exposing our podcasting <laughs> hours. Hey guys, welcome to another episode on the Rays of Hope podcast. Uh, sh- you know what? This time I'll let you guess our names. <laughs> 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 I always mention it on every freaking episode. Uh, but mm. yeah, you know our names. Um, but welcome to another episode. I'm keen for this episode because so Ooh. I don't know which episode, uh, which what day this will come out and what order. But uh, we've just kind of set up our podcast room finally. Finally, finally, yeah. it's still somewhat in the works, but yeah. majority of it's done. Yeah, I yeah. think I think if you see the reels, you'll kind of get an idea of it. Mm. But I'm kind of vibing. I like I'm it. kind of vibing. It has a nice hippie theme yeah, going yeah, on. Exactly. Rushang exactly. sitting in front of a astrological calendar. I think that's what it is. It's got a bit of a... It yeah. looks a bit of like an Illuminati thing. Yeah, but anyway. yeah. <laughs> but if anyone walked in, they'd be like, what kind of cult <laughs> are you guys running in here? <laughs> Podcast cult. <laughs> Podcast cult. Yeah. And Bhuvana has like a little galaxy light. I've got my indoor plants as well. Indoor plants is thing as well. <laughs> 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 on his desk. We copped like a freaking, what? A $10 fucking um, coffee yeah. table from... work. From a marketplace, made a little hole in it, did like little little bit of cable management. Yeah, but we're vibing, we're vibing, we're vibing. We're it's, vi- it's in the works, it's in the works, and we're sitting on the floor as well. Which yeah, is a so big deal, like. yeah. Apparently, yeah. I've been told like if you if you if you have a podcast on the floor like this, it makes it a lot more intimate. Intimate, and we yeah. want to get intimate with our guests. No, no, that way. This is why we don't have the one. On the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been good. I think well, what well, before we do start today, I think one thing we really want to do is, uh, so this will probably be past episode thirty, but I wanted to give like a massive shout out to all of our supporters. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, like hundred percent. So far, it's been really good. Like I remember when we initially started, and the, even though it's been thirty episodes only, maybe like six, seven months, it feels like we've definitely come a long way, and it's all because of you guys in terms of feedback and everything you guys give us and whatnot exactly for and, sure and a bit of transparency here right so we mm. can obviously tell how many listeners are there and like we, we can't tell names we can tell how many listens we get and everything mm. but we don't exactly know who listens yeah so it's a nice feeling when people come and tell us like you know hey i listen to your podcast it's really nice and you know they give us like you know suggestions or feedback and mm. also the most important thing is when they tell like oh this this one helped me this one podcast helped me or i can relate to it and everything yeah so that honestly gives us more motivation to do a lot of these and continue doing it for sure yeah like it's it's basically like i think there's been times where we always think about like oh is, is this going to be the last episode we put out? <laughs> but then again, I think it's the fact that we always keep pushing forward. Exactly. Like there's always, don't get me wrong. It's not like we don't like doing this. It's more so that uh, it, it comes to a point where we're like, is what we're doing enough? Is it actually reaching out to people? Is it actually helping people? Because in the end, that's what we want to do, right? We're not just like talking just for the point of entertainment. We want to entertain, but we also want to educate and help and whatnot. Exactly. For sure. exactly. And the fact that you guys message and tell us like, you know, we've got a message saying you guys have helped me. You guys have been able to, like I've been able to relate so much. Like, you know, all to the episodes that you guys listen to. So it's always an amazing thing to hear. And I think that's something that keeps us motivated for sure. Exactly. So once again, uh, basically thank you for everyone for um, supporting us. And also, if um you know if you if you like the content let us know if you don't like the content let us let know us how know. we can improve mm. uh exactly that's and if you it. guys have any topics you want us to talk about also let us know because we also we do get topic requests and uh some of them are really interesting so yeah this one for example is an example of a topic request we got so <laughs> I'm keen to suss it out and see how we go 
<laughs> exactly. And also, you know what? My One of my friends, right? Yeah. He always show me that he's listening to a podcast with a Snapchat. Oh, yeah. He literally sent like a uh, today's podcast and he'll pull a fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's the kind of support I love. Like, you know, that's the kind good, of support I love. Exactly. It's good, exactly. It's good stuff. But before we get into the topic today, yeah. how's the week been? Oh, dude, don't ask. So it's, it's actually been good. It's, it's actually only, been it's good. It's only hump day if you think about it for us. Yeah, it's true. Wednesday, but true. Yeah. It feels like a Thursday. So um, I went drinking yesterday. Um, on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Don't ask me. I drank <laughs> wine, right? And, it was, and I, I didn't have a hangover for once. You drank wine? Yeah, oh, I don't right. know. I'm I, I'm trying to become a wine person after our Hunter Valley yeah. trip. I'm hard. trying to become a wine person. Mm. Uh, but it was really good, bro. This month for me is gonna be fucking hectic. I got exams next week. Plus, <laughs> we're doing a massive office move. Yeah. So I have to like uh, handle IT shit for that, and it's fucking crazy. So that made you get drunk on a Tuesday. Literally, <laughs> no, like no doubt. It literally made me get drunk. Mm. Uh, thing is, I didn't wake up with a hangover. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did you drink a lot though? Oh, bro, I, I was like four glasses down. Oh, I shit. started feeling okay. up for the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I was four glasses down. Four hard. glasses down. Ah, not bad. That's actually not too bad. Like, I think that's decent. It's decent. How's your week? Week's been good. Uh, so generally just work, kind of figuring stuff out with yeah. the podcast and everything like that. But it's been decent. Like, I think I've started journaling more. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I've realized it's really good. I don't know. For some reason, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because of other stuff. But my memory has been getting affected. Like, I feel like I've my, I can't remember some things these days. Oh, it's maybe really you reckon weird. it's with age? Because it's the same with... Uh, like, oh, when I say age, bro. exactly. I was going to say. That's the thing. Look, I went to the physio to get my back, my back checked out, my lower back. It's on my ass, my back. Yeah. So I got that checked out. And he was first thing, <laughs> first thing he said was, oh, you're a young guy, bro. Like, why do you have back problems? And I thought about it. Why do I have memory problems? Like, <laughs> like I'm not that old, bro. Like, I should Bouvant not be having memory himself, problems. Like, my back problems are the least of my worries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, have to, I have to start, you know, cutting down on certain things, I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason. We'll can't, say, can't say what. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, the, the way our new podcast setup is, you know, set out right now i don't think it'll help our back problems it's not yeah it's like not it's but we'll figure it out we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out as we go along so as we go on we'll talk about our new topic for today which is uh let's see if people can guess right let's see if people can guess we'll have a conversation about this yeah um have you ever have you ever liked someone no <laughs> what is love? What is love, bro? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> yep. Have you ever li- in high school? Have you ever liked someone? Right? Have I liked someone? Ah, uh, yes, I have. Yes, okay. plenty of times. Have you ever like like is one thing, right? Have you like loved someone? Ah, see, that's the thing. That word gets chucked around everywhere. Look, I don't know because with love, I don't think I've ever gotten to point of love. I think infatuation is the highest yeah. thing I've gotten past. Yeah. Gotten to. But I would never ever say I've loved someone to the point that like you know, okay dating like as friends yes I've loved people but yeah. like um you know in that relationship level it's a bit different I haven't experienced that one or yeah fair enough yeah what uh, about you in that case uh I mean yeah I've liked people I think I've been infatuated with people I've mm. definitely been in love obviously no shit no shit <laughs> <laughs> no <cap. laughs> wait I have a thing for that. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, but yeah, so what I'm trying to say is, you you, you mentioned you've been infatuated, you've been in love, you haven't been in love, you like someone. How many times has this been unreciprocated? More time, more times than I count. Can I? Uh, more times than can I, I can count. Then you can count. Yeah, plenty of times. I'm not saying it's the other person's fault, but generally, uh, it's more times than I count. Okay, can count for sure. Okay, yeah. so. 
I'm sure people can guess what the topic for today is. It's basically going to be about, you know, unreciprocated, unrequited... Unrequited love. Unrequited love. So it's more I, so... I, also, I always read it as unrequired love for some reason. Unrequired. <laughs> Which makes unrequired sense. love, brother. <laughs> but unrequited love. Yeah. Unrequited love. It's unrequited love. So we're going to be looking at more to do with signs of unrequited love yeah. and what you can do to deal with unrequited love. Because it's very common. Yeah. It is very common. And you'll find out how common it is once we go into the stats later on. Yeah. But it's definitely a very, very common thing. I think every single person I know yeah. has gone through unrequited love. Do you, do you want to explain what unrequited love is? Ah, Because you're asking the professional <laughs> here, man. You're asking the, the professional. professional. <laughs> <laughs> now, unrequited love uh, to me basically means that I guess the feelings you have for someone isn't returned. Um, is, is basically, they don't have the same feelings that you for have you. for them. So it's unrequited. Unfortunate. But I think that's life, right? Like, you're going to go through things. 100%. And you're going to realize that not every person you meet is going to have the same feelings towards you anyway. So it's what's not your, a bad thing. What's your experience with it? Unrequited love. Ooh, you're going to go back. Let's go story time. Let's story time. All right. So I think this was in... Uh, uh, Let's go back to high school. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back at the beginning. Let's go the to the beginning. The thing is, with unrequited love, I feel like I experienced it the most in high school. I wouldn't even say love, but just unrequited feelings. Okay. Uh, like I did, I did like this girl. I had a crush on her and everything. Yeah. Um, I think this was my this was after this was my downfall in high school. Oh, <laughs> but at this point, like, what it felt though, like you know, we were talking. The thing is. In these kinds of situations, we used to talk every day and stuff like that, right? Uh, the thing is, talking every day doesn't necessarily mean the feelings are there. Do you yeah, know 100%. what I mean? It could just mean you guys are comfortable enough with each other that you guys can have friendly banter, convos, and whatnot. Me being me, I just assumed, uh, you know, oh, the other person has feelings for me. And uh, so I just went with it. And um eventually the thing is though what i realized was i was a person who was also like if i like someone yeah i just stare at them <laughs> <laughs> it's working i'm seducing Bouvan. you right now <laughs> Bouvan's method of kind of seducing someone be a creep <laughs> <laughs> no, so like, I did that's like, messed up yeah it's no, messed up it's more, no not in that like stare at them but like my way of uh i guess making a move was expecting them to make the move first and i think i re i learned this very late in life that fucking grow some and make the move but like um back then i think that was also another big thing for me so with all those things combined i obviously didn't make the move yeah even though i still had feelings and it turned out that the other person didn't exactly have feelings before me anyway uh, maybe they could have initially but i feel like it just took too long for them to actually develop uh, i just took too long in general people don't have far, like no i'm not gonna blame people but like People don't have patience when it comes to this stuff, right? Yeah. After a certain time, if someone does like you or doesn't like, doesn't, well, someone does like you, it'll eventually go away. Like if you're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. And I think I learned that the hard way. So I'm not, not blaming the person or anything like that. I think that was a lesson for me to learn anyway, but that's my story of unrequited love. What about you? Not love feelings. What feelings. about you? Um, I'm trying to, I think, so I think I'm pretty sure you you know the story. You're part of the story. So this was I think when the I first the person you are the story. <laughs> yeah, Bhavan is the story. Yeah. Um, this was this was the first person I'm pretty sure that I liked when I when I you know came to Australia. Yeah, and uh, I'm not getting specifics because my people might just because mm. I think uh, it's a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. It's a mutual friend. Um, but yeah, um, the story there is you know I liked this person. Mm. And I think 
And that, I think it's at that young age, mm. I think we always confuse feelings of just like like with like strong infatuation or like love. Yeah. And I think going to an all boys school doesn't help either. Exactly. Considering exactly. the fact that we're not really surrounded by the opposite gender. So exactly. that plays a part. So yeah, go on. So, you know, me and this person, we used to like, uh, we used to meet each other at parties and then like, you know how when you always get confused by a person when it shows signs and everything? Yeah. it's I, I, That's what I went through. Mm. Like they were talking, they were being nice. And I think at that, when you're that young, you're also very naive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I thought this person liked me back and everything, but turns out, you know, she didn't. Yeah. And then we would talk on like, you know, MSN back in the day so much, so much and this and mm. Facebook and all the, all the social medias. We just right. talk so much. So I honestly thought like I was the only person she was talking to. Turns out she wasn't, big obviously. Mis- big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> but uh, it was... Um, it was a sh- it was a shitty feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think I think when we're that young, mm. when we're that young, we're very naive. Yeah, yeah. Right. We because we think about we think about always think about long term, like because we've grown up watching Indian movies and everything. We think about marriage and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not saying at that point I'm like fucking straight about marriage. It's more like whatever happens now, I want it to be long term. Yeah, yeah, got you. So whenever we kind of I feel whenever we like someone at that young age, mm-hmm. it's very, very, very naive. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Naive love. Yeah. Because you're very innocent and everything. It's very innocent. I think, and that's the thing, we confuse it. We confuse it very deeply for things such as as love. Exactly. And uh, I think that's a big part of it all because at those points, like I I mentioned this a few times, your your hormones are all over the place. You're still growing. You're still learning stuff. Exactly. So, but I still consider, you know, people may say they don't count high school as stuff, but I don't think they realize how much high school love or how exactly. high school feelings oh, shape you as a person. So I definitely would count high school as a big thing. Yep. And I th- even though, you know, it's high school, it plays a massive impact on how you develop further. And I guess, especially in your relationships in the future and whatnot. So even though it's innocent, it's definitely worthy to mention that they're important. They're definitely important to have. 100%. 100%. Mm. So yeah, that's, I think, what do you, what do you reckon the mental effects of unrecorded love is ooh mental health see the thing is I feel like the first thing someone will feel is rejection and then what does rejection always lead to like you know sadness maybe short term depression like you know not the like it could it could lead to clinical but like generally speaking it's I feel like it's always like you know short term depression yeah so it's and that's I think that's very normal to to feel in those kinds of situations, don't you think? Hundred like percent. I th- I feel like also if something like that happens constantly, mm. whether in high school or in uni or even when you're like an, a proper adult. Yeah, it can create an an everlasting effect. Yeah, yeah. If your life has been consistently, your your you know your love life has yeah. been consistently surrounded by people who have consistently rejected you. Yeah, that can definitely take a toll on someone. But I, I've see the other thing, right? I don't think it's just rejection. Mm. Rejection is like a straight upfront thing, right? Yeah. No, mm. it's also lack of reciprocation. Reciprocation, yeah. Right. Mm. So a person doesn't have to say no, but if a person's not showing, like, the, like a mirrored effect of feelings, yeah, it's still gonna get get to your head. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that once again mm. applies to not just people who are who have a crush and everything. It also applies to people who are in relationships. In relationships, yeah. Right? Mm. As I always said, relationships, in relationships, it's not, even though people say relationships should be a balance, 50-50, 
on both sides. I've heard it never is. It never is. <laughs> it never is, yeah. right? So if you're sh- putting in 50%, you expect mm. your partner to put in 50%. That's mm. right. But if you had a bad day and everything, you can obviously put in 30%. Yeah. The part I feel like your partner has to make up for that rest or like, you know, the, the 20%. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's also, you know, unreciprocated love in relationships at points and time and everything. But that... It, it obviously in relationships is different, but we'll we'll stick to we'll stick to you know single people. <laughs> so <laughs> what do you what do you reckon? Um, with not looking at the stats and everything, what do you reckon are signs of unreciprocated love? Oh, signs of unreciprocated love. love. Signs are just on the top of my head. I think they may include things such as. So when you say signs, what do you mean signs? Like oh what oh okay so they don't talk to you as much. Yep. I'd say that. Yep. Um, they're not as expressive to you as you may be yep. to them, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and last one, they're not there for you as much as you are for them. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So I have the same thing over here. Hold on. Mm. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I need some water. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the first one is you're getting nothing when you give everything. So I think that's, yeah. that's basically the textbook definition of, mm unreciprocated right yeah when you're putting in all your feelings and emotions and everything and you're not at least you feel you're not getting the same back the same feelings back same yeah. feeling back yeah other one is you're always finding time or for finding ways to spend time with them yeah okay so you're always finding an excuse to like go and spend time with them to see them to like you know whatever it is to just hang out with them whatever it is that's a sign but they're not doing the opposite the same thing i want to actually hijack that part I think I can definitely relate to that. And it took me a while to actually, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been doing this even after high school. I, you know, it's finding an excuse to hang out with them. I also think in another way, it's putting other things aside just to hang, like, you know, making them your priority yep. in those kinds of situations. I'm not going to lie. There've been situations where I've called in sick at work and stuff like oh, that shit. just to like hang out with like certain people. Like it's insane. Like how much you can call, like I've, I, yeah, it's, I know what you mean. Yeah, do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like when you get infatuated with someone so much, you can call it whipped, call it being simp. I definitely understand because um, I've been there. I used, yeah. to, Like I said, I, I used to call in sick at one point at one time or what I do is I'd cancel plans with other people just to hang yeah. out with this person. And I realized that's not doing good for yourself nor is it showing a very good image of you to the other person as well. They're just, to you, to them, they're just, you're just like someone who's always like, you know. There for them. There for them. And you they, you don't have your own life. Like it kind of something they can actually take advantage of as well. Exactly. I think that's a, that's a good mm. sign of unsur- uh, like unreciprocated love, right? Mm. When you know that, that the feelings that you have for this person yeah. right, are so much mm. that it's also detrimentally affecting your personal life out of yeah. this, you know, out of this friendship or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know this is unreciprocated love. Yeah. I think when you're having feelings for a person, it should just be that feeling. It shouldn't affect your, your normal daily life that mm-hmm. you have. Yeah. But you know it's toxic when you're putting in so much, you're taking time off work, you're one, you're, no, you're one source of income. Yeah. You're taking time off family, you're not seeing friends. You're putting it into this person. Just that one person. Just that one person. Recipe for disaster. And you're not getting it back, mm. right? The next one is you get jealous when, when they spend time with others. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That I understand. Like if you, you know, if you like or love someone so much, and they don't reciprocate it. Mm. But on top of that, it's an it's like a it's like a double whammy. Yeah. If they just hang out with people that you know, m- other than you. Yeah, yeah. Spend time if they go on dates and things like that. It and something I think jealousy is one thing that always affects mental health. Yeah, no, jealousy is a big factor, and I think it's like like you said when you feel like yeah 
you have something good going for you. You don't want to share that thing with yeah. someone else. And that's where jealousy comes into play. But I think it's important to realize that other per- that person is also another person and they have every right to be whoever 100%. they want to hang out with and whatnot. But jealousy is a wild well, emotion thing. for sure. Yeah. The other one is you constantly feel underappreciated. Yeah. Okay. Right? Same yeah. thing. Like, you know, you're putting in effort, but they are not. They're not appreciating it. They're not They're not even acknowledging it. Yeah. You know? Mm. The other one is, uh, this is a pretty interesting one, by the way. Also, I'm reading this all over the internet, so it's not like I've... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one is, you think that they're the one that got away. I think they're everyone everyone has that one person like, fuck, this person is the one that got away. Because I've got too many that got away. <laughs> I don't know which one to choose from anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let me my list. <laughs> At this point, I think that's their choice to get away. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, maybe it's me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yeah. um, the next one, next two are kind of interesting. Mm. Um, actually, there are a few that are interesting. The next one is they can do nothing wrong. What do you right? mean by that? Like, so basically everything they do, mm. you rationalize it as it's fine. Uh, right? Yep. So the person you like could be an absolute jerk or a bitch to someone else and mm. you can rationalize it in their favor oh uh, yeah i've seen yeah. that happen in front of me so many yeah. times and the thing is the funny part is in a relationship situation i think it's it, like i know you can you can happen in a yeah. single situation i'm just saying from a relationship perspective what i've been told is it's not when they're in the relationship they they blindside it so hard in the relationship it's it's only until they break up with them that they come and then I'm, you know, and I'm talking to them and they're like, oh, there was these negative qualities about him and this and oh, about her, about him, like whatever, yeah. like there was this, this was wrong and this was wrong and this was wrong. I'm like, did you realize that in the relationship? And they're like, the thing is when you're in that relationship and you're giving it all, you're all, you tend to just give that stuff a blind eye, right? Love you does are, make you blind. Yeah. So that saying comes from somewhere. So it's, it's exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. The next one is you can't exist without them loving you. you or also like, you know, can't exist with, without them in your life. Shit, bro. That's a bit intense, eh? That's, <laughs> I think that's very intense. I think that's a feeling people also share when doing like breakups and everything. I think that makes sense. But think about it. Having this kind of feeling is because you have such a, you know, intense attachment to this person. Mm. Right? I think at that point, don't you think it's become unhealthy attachment? 100%. 100%. Because I mean... You'd expect things like this if you were in a relationship mm. or if you're dating someone for that long and you you know you've got things going intimate and serious and things like that. Yeah. But when you're you're in a one-sided friendship mm. or relationship and all like or situationship, yeah. which I've learned is a new word. Mm. <laughs> situationship. It, it, yeah. You f- you honestly feel like, you know, you can't live without this person. Yeah. And to be honest, I think I've been on the other side of that spectrum where I was the person who wasn't giving the all. Oh, you're bragging now, eh? No, 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 no. You're bragging now. <laughs> it's just a funny story to me. But maybe, like, the thing is, it's funny for me, but it wouldn't be for the other person. So what happened was I was talking to this person. Um, I wouldn't say our friendship was close or anything like yeah. that. Like, you know, you know, whatever it was. But, like, um, I'd say it was too, like... <laughs> that says a lot, whatever it was. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> No, I, like it was it was a friendship, but it wasn't anything like tight best friend, like I'll tell you everything kind yeah, of yeah. thing, yeah. So what happened at one point was like, so one day, you know, just talking and then the next day I got a message. It's like, oh, I'm in your area. And I'm like, what are you doing in my area? I live, I know this. Like, she's like, oh, um, I'm like, don't you live like, 
30, 40 minutes away. What are you doing here? There's like nothing in this area. <laughs> There's literally nothing here. <laughs> oh, she, then she was like, oh, you know, it's like nice. Very nice to be. He's like, oh, are you free? I'm like, this is me in bed. I'm like, no, nah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm at uni right now. <laughs> so you better hope this person is not listening to your podcast. <laughs> no, well, to be honest, I think it's a very broad thing i'm so like it's fine it's, it's fine <laughs> i haven't named anyone like <laughs> yeah it's, true it's, we never do anyway but still so i get you that's i was like so i thought at that point like you know that that you mentioned it like you going above and beyond in those kinds of situations i think that can definitely see it from my side of the perspective like if yeah. i was the person on the other side that was supposedly giving the unrequited feelings yeah. and whatnot yeah <laughs> i can i can tell how that can definitely be an uh, a thing that could affect someone like imagining the uh, like you know just putting myself in the other person's shoes they came all the way 30 40 minutes 100 and they wanted to hang out and whatnot and i simply just said uh, i'm not there even though i was at home i just didn't want to hang out like do you know what i mean like stuff like that when you put it on the when you flip it you can understand why some people do those things if, especially with the unrequited part of it also 100 it's very 100%. interesting but uh, the next one is uh, fuck. There are a few of these. <laughs> the next one is uh, this is I think this is mental health one. Obviously, yeah. Thinking of them fills you with anxiety. Hoi. anxiety. I think it's what, what do you th- what do you think why 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 do you think it fills a person with anxiety? That's actually a very interesting question. Why does some- thinking about someone you're infatuated with fill you with anxiety? I think it's the uh, it's the uncertainty about the fact that if you're actually going to be with them, yes. <laughs> that yeah, plays 100%. a percent. Yeah, you don't know. Like nothing is certain. It's just you just know your feelings are there. What about theirs? And I think that's why it's always an anxiety-provoking exactly. situation. You don't know how the other person feels. You don't. It's it's. I think when you think about that person, right? And mm. I am. I've been in a situation. I realize now. Yeah. Um. When you think about that person, you don't know what's happening. Maybe they're going out on dates with other people. Mm. Maybe they're if they're not talking to you, who are they talking to? Ah, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, feels with anxiety because am I going to be with this person? Am mm. I going to if this person is someone else? Mm. What happens to me if this person is someone else? It comes yeah. back to the same thing. You can't live with this person. You yeah, know? Uh, like without this person. Mm. So I can understand why something like that fills you with anxiety because exactly. you get very like. Yeah, yeah, it kind of gets you going. Yeah, exactly. No, I get that. Like, you know, you've you've mentioned quite a few stuff, like in terms of, like the signs, like signs yeah, of science, yeah, yeah. love. Let's look at ways to actually get past that pain, yeah, because I think that's perfect. always a very like. These are definitely signs, but let's see what we can actually do to help our help our people. Yeah, imagine help imagine them. if we just did a podcast or like episodes where we just talk about shit and not like how to <laughs> not do it. <laughs> how to, how to, yeah, <laughs> of course. Like that's that's what we're here for. That's what we're gonna we got you guys. So, <laughs> in terms of this one here, first and foremost, I think it's important to understand, and I'm not invalidating anyone's feelings. It's more so to understand first of all, a study that was done found that 98% of us have suffered from unrequited love. 98% of the study, yeah. That feels so scripted. But <laughs> <laughs> 98% is a... B- I think that's the biggest number we've had on as a study. Uh, it's a big factor, but I feel like that's true. Like any, I think everyone goes through unrequited love and, and feelings and whatnot. And I what think do you reckon it's like for the rest of the 2%? The 2%, oh, they're the ones who are unrequiting okay. it, right? <laughs> Consistently unrequiting it. Like... Um, I think it's important to understand because a lot of people have gone through it, it's always a good idea to learn from how they have also gotten over those yep. situations. The best thing you can do is, I think the worst thing also you can do 
is just completely keep it to yourself. You've got to understand that majority of people, the fact that they've gone through it, there's always guidance out there to teach you how to get over 100%. these kinds of situations. There's no point asking yourself painful questions like, is like, it me? Is it me? Was there something wrong with me? Why didn't they like me? Because in, in that kind of situation, you can go ahead and ask them that. But I know like yeah. closure is what you're technically looking for, but sometimes you're not going to get closure in life. Like and those and that thing that's very important. And sometimes something not getting closure also mm. fills you with anxiety, mm. right? Yeah, you're getting closure because in in a way that closure could spark some insecurities in you anyway. So I think it's best sometimes you don't really need that. Like you know you just got to understand that that person wasn't for you, and it's best to move on. But like like I said, it's always easier said than done. And so in this kinds of situation, I want you to uh, I want people to un- like look into the past and think. Is falling for someone who doesn't like you back a pattern in your life? Is it that every time you've liked someone, you've tended to always end up having unrequited love? Yeah. You know, the thing is, with um, if there is a pattern with, you know, people not sticking around and whatnot with yourself, uh, basically what it's confirmed, like what it looks into is there's this thing called insecure attachment, which occurs during childhood. So it's something that happens when you're young. And that's basically when adults you depend on when you're younger. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a parent. It could be teachers or, you know, um, guides and whatnot. They don't, they're not regularly accessible at times of need when you need them. So what that happens is that transitions you into being someone who's going to be always trying to get that attachment. And because you need that person, you need what the things they're providing. And it causes that. So I feel like that's something you may need to work on yeah. potentially with a psychologist, psychiatrist or something like that. Or even a friend of anything. Hmm? Even a friend of anything. Yeah, exactly. Like it's always important. Like, cause I feel like in, in life, uh, a lot of the stuff that is happening externally is basically something that's happening outside. Like, you know, it's happening inside you at, at, at a certain point. So your internal stuff is reflected outside in like a physical manifestation. So I think that's always an important thing as well, for sure. Uh, and just lastly, let's have a look. So I think this this comes down to what we mentioned uh, before. It's like that giving up that quest for closure. Uh, you know, everyone agrees that one of the hardest part is accepting that it's not ever going to be what you want it to be. But thing with getting closure is that some as it's as i mentioned before you're not gonna ever like sometimes there are times in life where you don't get closure you know there's uh, i'll talk about in my instance i think there have been times in my instance where i've always wanted to go back to someone like yeah. you know who i've shared like a mutual connection with and just rant to be like why like what happened this happened and a lot of my years i've been just sitting and seeing like you know how did my sitting notes on it. sitting on it like i literally had like a note like you know your notes app on your iphone i literally had a paragraph paragraph just oh, ready shit. to go and it's just something that i just wanted to say but then like slowly 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 i, I realized that why it doesn't matter you know like Fair. what am i going to get out of that like what the feel like it's not the other person's fault for not being like you know not being able to reciprocate maybe it's just something i have to deal, deal with, with it and that's simply it like it's and it's much like i said it's much easier than that like i said it took me years to actually understand that but i think the most important part is if you continue if you know that it's a problem and you start working deal on it, with it that's the best part of it all like uh once you start working towards it you'll you'll eventually understand i think i think one of the other best ways of dealing with it mm. is talking to a friend 
yeah. right? Mm. It's because, as we said, you know, love makes you blind, feeling make, feelings make you blind, yeah. right? You're better off talking to a person who's not in your posi- position mm. just to get like an outside view of, hey, what am I doing? Should I? Be, what's the right thing to do in this? This is how I'm feeling. Yeah. How do I not feel like this, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And most often or not, unless you're a, re- a friend with who gives really bad advice, this person will be yeah. like, Hey, this is what's happening. This is, you know, this is unrequited love. This is your 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 feelings are obviously unreciprocated. Mm. This is what you need to do. You need to take a step back. You need to ask the person and everything. Mm. It's always in any situation in life. Mm. It's always good to get a third opinion. Oh right? yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not like not like do what the other person says, but a third opinion, and not just anyone random. Obviously, mm. professionals are there, but also a close friend or someone you trust who knows that you know. This person will understand me, not criticize me and everything, but they'll understand me. So I think mm. when you're in a situation where you're not getting the feelings or you feel like un- appreci- underappreciated and, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's for sure. always good talking to a p- another person, right? About that stuff. Exactly. For exactly. sure. Exactly. Because you're always going to get like an honest opinion out of this person. Mm. And I think one last part to mention, you know, with how to get past yeah. unrequited feelings, unrequited love thing is you're obviously you're going to be dealing with what you call you know a broken heart the thing is the broken heart even though it's a metaphorical thing there's more to it uh you know when you go through that emotional pain it activates the same part of your brain that goes through physical pain yeah so there's obviously something going on and what do you do when you have physical pain you nurse yourself back to back together right if for example my back is fucked (laughs) (laughs) i'm not going to be going to the gym and squatting like night like you know whatever my max is right i'm going to be nursing it back to health and like you know slowly slowly recovering back to what my you know normal thing is so similarly when you have like a thing like a heartbreak from unrequited love the best way is to nurse yourself back together is take time out for yourself hang out with your friends 100% and I think the most important part is don't listen to our episode of toxic coping mechanisms don't do that <laughs> stuff <laughs> cheeky plug you know what I like about that you said that mm. hang out with friends right and mm. that makes sense hang out with people who are showing you love yeah who are appreciating you right mm. um, okay they might not have the same you know lovey-dovey feelings as they're hoping for but it's I think it's gonna be a lot more than the person mm. who is not appreciating you yeah right yeah who's not you know it's who's not reciprocating that kind of feelings or emotion or whatever it is that, it, that you want mm right yeah because once again uh, if you're if you are going through this you're going to question your self-worth yeah for sure it's going to affect your mental health and if it affects your mental health it's going to affect your daily life your relationship with parents friends and everything Mm. so why not hang out with people that are appreciating you exactly parents siblings you know your um i don't know your soccer coach yeah people who are appreciating you for what you are for what you are and i think it's important to understand like these things like you know when we say to when we you know suggest to do them uh they're not something that's like instant healing like done 100 but i also feel like in these kinds of situations like you know in terms of a heartbreak majority of the times when you try to take a shortcut way out of it it's not always a good way to actually end like you know like i said like drinking doing 100%. drugs stuff like that yeah sure in the short term it'll help you ease the pain but over time it also adds more problems to your to your life so yeah and the thing with this is as well right this is what i realized i think because me and you have had experiences with like unreciprocated love and unrequited love mm. we've come to a point where you know if ever if it happens to us again we know how to deal with it that's the thing i think that's an important that's an part. important thing yeah. that's a very important thing right mm. as you said people who have a pattern of doing this after a point i feel like they re- they realize the signs or they notice the signs when a person's not like say you meet someone on hinge right yeah and you're talking to them and you can tell that they're not putting in effort yeah that's when you know hey 
I need to get out of here. That's right. Right? Yeah. I think that's a big part. I think that's something I've realized as well. Like, you know, you know, for example, in texting, yeah. when I'm texting someone, I can, like, you know, before I used to be like, oh, this person's giving dead replies. Maybe they're just a bad texter or something yeah. like that. I would just always give it like, you know, the slight doubt. But then slowly, slowly, you start realizing that maybe this person is just isn't as into me as I am into them. And I think that's the best way. Once you understand that, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to end this conversation, move on to the next person. And that's it, like literally done. Exactly. And because there are two types of people. It's people who learn from their experiences and people who just stay where they are. And I think always being, you know, the primary is the best part because that's exactly. how you grow in life. So yeah, for sure. Mm. I, 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 I heard a quote actually. I was watching, I don't know if you heard SWAT, SWAT. No, 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 no. I was watching Big Bang Theory is what I was watching. Ah, yep. And Sheldon's father gives a, like, he gives like a quote. He's like, mm. you don't uh, learn just from your successes. Yeah. You also learn from your failures. Yeah, and just, yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly, right? Mm. So yeah, my point is like, you know, obviously if you're going after a person and they're not reciprocating the feelings that you have, mm. you learn from that. Yeah, you will. You learn, you, you not only learn how to deal with it, you learn to recognize signs in the other person, mm-hmm. right? And it, after a point, it just becomes like a subconscious habit. Thing. Habit, exactly. Yeah. Where you just recognize, and this applies not just with feelings, mm. with, you know, family, friends, with friends and relationships, with siblings, and with, in, with work colleagues and everything. If you're giving all your effort to your boss mm-hmm. and he's not, uh, he's not appreciating it, Time to you change know, jobs, mate. Time to change jobs. Yeah. So once again, something like this, unre- uh, unrequited, unrequited, once again. <laughs> unrequited love. <laughs> unrequited love. Uh, unrequited uh, <laughs> love. It's common in all aspects of life. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm. You just need to know how to deal with it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But coming back to the topic where you're dealing with a specific person, the ideal thing is you need to step out of that position. Mm-hmm. You need to step out of that position. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Right? Mm. Because it's kind of like you're just going to keep hitting yourself with the same bat. And over it's just and over. Over again. and over again. Mm-hmm. You think, you're going to think things going to change, mm-hmm. but they're not. They won't. Right? Yeah. And it's hard. You got to admit, it's very hard letting go. Once again, you can't live without this person because that's mm-hmm. a very common thought. Yeah. It's very hard letting go of people. Yeah. But what you got to, you got to tell yourself, right? Is my mental health or is the way I'm feeling mm-hmm. less important? than the feelings I have for this person. Yeah. And then, then you can make that decision to be like, 100%. Okay, my mental health comes first. 100%. So I'm going to put myself first and put the other person. I've like, we're obviously talking about people who have like one side, like feelings and everything. I've heard of relationships where people have left. Couples have, you know, broken up because one person's like, I've had too much. Too much. This person too much is, what? Like I've had it. Oh, just, the, just I've had too. it. This person is not, you know, appreciating me. They're not doing things for me. And yeah. that's when they break up. And then they move on to someone who does appreciate them. Mm. Right? Yeah. The, I think that's a big part. I think that's something I've realized a lot recently as well. A lot of um, breakups that I've uh, seen happen recently, they tend to, it always, It's that's generally a thing, right? Like it's the fact that what happens is one side stops giving them their all. Yeah. And then from there, it's basically... The faster you're, re- you qu- the quicker you are to realize that, the better for you in the end. Like you know, that's something you you get to basically live, get out of it. So exactly, yeah. exactly. So that right, that comes to the <laughs> end of another episode, guys. So today's episode is obviously on you know unreciprocated and unrequited love. Uh, it's a tough situation to be in. Very. It's and once again, it's 
as we said, 98% of people go through this. So it's something you can't avoid. It was from life. a study, of course, not like not generally like 98% people, but 98% people in the study. Yeah, obviously. 98% people. people in the study. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. But I like mean, they applied to the general population, but it doesn't necessarily have to be 98%. Maybe. I would not be surprised if that's the amount. But I mean, I, I like to believe some uh, everyone goes through some kind of form of mm. unrequited love, love or feelings or emotions or whatever it is. Mm. The best the best way of to heal yourself, to deal with it is take a step back. Evaluate what's happening. Evaluate your feelings. Evaluate the other person's feelings. Yeah, just do a full evaluation <laughs> of the entire situation. That's right. That and just and honestly, one thing is be honest with yourself. Mm. Just be honest with yourself. Do that's you see? True. Do you expect change from this person? Do you expect change within yourself? Mm. And that's when you know. I, f- I I realize when people acknowledge like a toxic situation or a toxic toxic person, mm-hmm. they work towards change. They will. Yeah. Either changing the person, like person, like you know, personality and everything, or just changing the person. Changing, yeah, exactly. I think, but then again, acknowledging is always the first step. Anyway, acknowledgement is it's always when the you first stop step. turning that blind eye and actually understanding that yo, this is the problem. Exactly. And then coming out, you're like yo. So yeah. once again, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode on the Rays of Hope, Rays of Hope podcast. Um, go out there, give some love, take some love. <laughs> And, and, give and, give and give us give some us love. Give us some love. Give us a follow on Insta. Yeah. Uh, we have a friend who started his own podcast. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, you would recall he was on the veganism episode. His name is Sudi. Yeah, and he's very passionate about it. Very words. passionate. Yeah. And he's very knowledgeable as well. Um, after listening to his podcast, I have not gone vegan, but I have slowly transitioned. Like, I am a vegetarian now. So it's definitely um, something that, you know. And, and, uh, and um, I'm questioning my entire friend. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, yeah, you should, guys should definitely check it out. It's the Average Vegan Podcast. We'll chuck a, we'll chuck a link in, we'll the, chuck a link in, in the, the bio. bio as well. And Just definitely check his stuff out. And, uh, go give him a like, a follow, mm-hmm. and let us know we sent you. We, co- we, we, uh, we get paid for this. So if you But no, definitely check his stuff out. Very knowledgeable, man. And that's another episode. Catch you guys later. Keep smiling. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys.